0: Today, so uh, first off, I'm really glad I recorded that second uh, kind of financial video uh, late last night. Uh, you know, the market was down 880 or so total, right over two days, and I uh, I said some things that are already already coming to bear. Um, first off, we talked about really what was going on, right? There was the, the consumer numbers, and then the horrible ISM numbers, and you know, there's more numbers coming out today and another one tomorrow. That would just show if this is spreading uh, or getting worse, depending on how you kind of want to put that together. And uh, lo and behold, about five minutes ago, uh, we kind of reported some numbers on the service industry, uh, which were much worse than expected, right? So the service sector has been strong. Uh, They were expecting a reading of 55.3. It came in at 52.6. This is a lot like the ISM metric, where 50 is kind of break even, and above 50 is expanding, and below 50 is declining or contracting. So basically, what this is saying is, yes, the service sector still had job growth, uh, but is is significantly weaker uh, than expected, and um, frankly, was the lowest reading since August of 2016, which by my math was right before the last election. So, uh, not a good reading at all. Um, and you know something we need to to watch out for, given it's one of the last legs in the stool uh, to keep us uh, keep us going. Um, the other thing is we do have a key number tomorrow uh, about the business and service sector growth coming out, um, and then there's the jobs number on uh, I think it's on Friday. They're expecting that to be uh, 130,000. Uh, I'm gonna say it now. Uh, I expect that to be. Uh, I, I expected negative surprise uh, last time we talked about this number uh, we had this artificial bump from the Census Bureau if you remember you can go back and watch it um, but I think this is gonna be a negative surprise and we will see uh, we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow I guess tomorrow is uh, tomorrow's Friday so at the end of this uh, we're gonna really see uh, what's going on in the job market cuz that's that's the last thing uh, that's, that's out there holding it together um, you know the one thing that uh, that happened yesterday that we talked about in my uh, afternoon session was we talked about Tesla very briefly. Uh, they came in, I think it was ninety-seven thousand units. They were or, or uh, Elon was expecting a hundred thousand, or at least that was the goal. Um, but what I said yesterday was, you know, if the market is getting as soft as I think it is, uh, that Tesla, while great engineering, and yes, uh, per one of the comments yesterday, I understand. Um, you know, the uh, engineering behind it. I know the demand uh, is out there uh, for clean energy, and, and all of those things are all true. Uh, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to buying the next car, uh, there will be people that go, you know what, not this time. You know, I'll buy it next time. Uh, and they will buy a cheaper, if not much cheaper, gas powered vehicle, or they'll just delay a purchase, right? I don't think anybody needs a Tesla, right? I'm a big proponent of need versus want, and I think we're getting into a, an environment where more and more people will get needs versus wants. So I think Tesla is going to suffer that. As as is lots of other luxury brands, you know, Land Rover and you know, all these other very high-end not, you know, completely discretionary purchases are going to be in trouble. And just to echo that, one of the first places you often see this from consumers is in real estate. And I may sneeze. Sorry. Oh, I must have a flower or something in this room that makes me sneeze every morning. But in the end, uh, first time, first place you see this often is in uh, real estate. And I have two examples from this morning. One is Manhattan. Uh, I think we talked about it yesterday, the day before. But just more numbers. Uh, again, prices are down fourteen percent, but also unit volume or volume of sales is also down fourteen percent. So this wasn't just some arbitrary you know, three or four big listings not closing that affected the price. Uh, It's also total unit volume. And what happens here is there's always people that end up having to sell. And if buyers are decreasing, the inventory is going to tick up and you'll go from eight months supply to 10 months to 15 months uh, very quickly. And people just won't see it coming and they'll be all shocked. But what really is going on is um, consumers are not as confident and they don't want to sign up for those crazy prices, and they'll just rent or they'll stay in the house they're in. It's, it, it really boils down to that simple many times. Uh, but we're also, you know, Manhattan is not the only place you see this. You see it in the Hamptons, where, um, you know, these eight-figure homes are being sold for, you know, 15 to 20 percent under asking price uh, routinely now, and they have 15 months of supply, uh, you know, and it can just happen just like that. And you know what I'm, why I'm bringing up uh, the Hamptons in Manhattan today is because they're kind of the tip of the spear, if you will, or the highest ends of the market, and I expect this to come down. I expect Orange County to be negative and San Francisco to be negative and San Jose and you know, any other market that, that is just astronomically priced is going to suffer. And then there will be extra catalysts like in the Bay Area where we have all these unicorn stocks that we've done a fair amount of talking about that had paper wealth that is essentially evaporating, right? WeWork being the latest example just to cancel its IPO, right? I guarantee you there were employees there that were looking at buying the, the next Los Gatos or Los Altos or Saratoga home that can't now because uh, who knows when that IPO or if it will ever happen. And if you don't know those cities, those are just ridiculously priced markets here in the Bay Area. Um, you know, same thing will happen in Orange County, you know, uh, Santa Barbara, just anything where prices are over seven figures, people are going to make decisions not to buy. They'll either stay where they are or they'll rent, right? Rent's not a bad option. And that's gonna cause supply, just like the Hamptons. Supply is gonna increase. It'll become a buyer's market. And it won't freaking matter how low interest rates are, right, it, it may help at the margin, but if if paper wealth is disappearing, if consumers are getting scared, <clears throat> they won't sign up for those huge mortgage payments. It's It really is that simple. Right, you'll see it in Tesla, you'll see it in Land Rover, you'll see it in all of these other, you know, metrics where it's a want, not a need. So, um, you know, I really do believe between now and in 2020, it's the time to get educated, get smart, learn your market. I talk about it all the time um, in the course, and, and we're going to be really, really aggressive. Uh, the other things to talk about is the Fed has a uh, decision on rate cuts October 30th, so the day before Halloween. Um I think I said it three or four days ago, I'm actually uh, expecting a half point. I think it's going to get that negative. Um, Lots of people today uh, come out and said they're going to expect all this news to give the green light to a quarter uh, cut. Uh, I want to be the first on record to tell you I think a half is coming. I think they're going to get aggressive and they're going to uh, see some problems. Um, In the end, don't forget, we still have some other, I don't know if they're black swans or external events that could certainly impact us. Uh, There's Brexit going on in Europe, uh, and we can't forget about Hong Kong and China. We haven't talked about that in a while, um, but that isn't settling down and uh, certainly uh, could blow up any minute. Uh, So we certainly have to watch this. Then the last thing I want to put on record, see how I do, is right now people are calling for uh, extremely good holiday sales. The last I saw was over 5% growth year-on-year, I'm here to tell you that they're going to be greatly disappointed. They're not paying attention to the consumer. Now, if you've already bought your holiday gifts, first congratulations because I hadn't even thought of it. Um, If that's true, then you're done, you're baked, but I'm guessing most people haven't. I'm guessing most people don't buy till Thanksgiving or after. And if that's true, I suspect the news between what is whatever is today is October 3rd and Thanksgiving to be negative to really negative because I think we've tipped. I think all the consumer data coming out is going to be negative. And I think people are going to sit on their wallets. So um, I guess I'll, I'll call a flat year-on-year because I don't think we're going to go from 4 to 8% employment in 5 weeks. That's That's not going to happen or 8 weeks or whatever it is. Uh, but I think the trend is going to be negative, and people are going to buy one less gift. You know, they're going to buy, you know, one. They're going to they're going to step down instead of buying the two hundred dollar doll or whatever it is. They'll buy the one hundred dollar doll. Uh, so I expect um, I expect all these rosy outlooks about holiday sales to uh, either be disappointed or they're going to cut them uh, as we get closer to to Thanksgiving and after. I don't uh, I don't expect this to be the rosy holiday season. Uh, it could have been, uh, should this have been delayed a quarter. And then we can't forget uh, General Motors and the UAW strike. That is still going on. That is still rippling through the supply chain and manufacturing. It's not good. Um, I think we must be going on or entering our third week. Uh, I couldn't imagine, right? Living paycheck to paycheck. I think I reported they're getting strike pay now. Um, this is this is a tough time. And um, but again, as real estate investors, what do we look for? We look for, uh, we watch the consumer because they're the ones that become owner occupants and they create the biggest demand. And we want to see if they're contracting, uh, which they are. And I expect it to get worse. And then we expect cost of capital. And I expect cost of capital to improve. Hence, 2020, I think I think it's going to be a good time to add some units. And we will. And um yeah, just make sure you learn your market. I think I think if you haven't yet, you need to uh, find a way to learn your market. If you don't know how, uh, link below in the description to a course that will help you do that. Uh, else, um, you know, just get ready for 2020. I think it's going to be pretty fun. All right, thanks. Take care. Bye.